Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Inconsistency of Emirate Shan mirrors inconsistency of Liverpool by Trevor Downey. Irritation was the name of the game yesterday at latest news towers. Irritation with life's vicissitudes, which is not the fodder for these paragraphs. Irritation with the media. Irritation with the red men. And finally, seeing that irritation gloriously manifested in the exasperated form of Jamie Carragher, himself a regular source of irritation to this columnist as he reacted with remarkable impatience to the interruption of his analysis by the permanently gibbering sky candy that is Jamie Redknapp. Amidst the post-match warbling amongst fans as to whether Liverpool had just won ugly or won luckily, it seemed a tad churlish to prolong the annoyance with Jurgen Klopp's Reds. They had, after all, snatched three valuable points from a fixture which had threatened to follow the dispiriting pattern of so many other matches in this most uneven of seasons. At this point in the campaign, the performance is surely a distant second to the result. And this is just as well, for the 90 minutes were a very mixed bag indeed. Emre Chan, the scorer of what turned out to be a delicious winner, probably best embodied the inconsistency of the team. His first half was a model of frustrating underperformance. But his goal and improved second half display were enough for the brace of aforementioned Jamies to dubiously determine the 23-year-old German was indeed the sky man of the match. This strike by Chan was a thing of rare beauty, struck from the outside of the box with power and stunning precision. As it nettled in the bottom corner of Tom Heaton's net, Liverpool's pulchritudinous midfielder embarked on a gleeful knee slide, which concluded with an understandably smug nod. It was impossible to deny the man his moment, especially as the significance of that goal may be notable as the season peters out and the chances to rack up points dwindle. The manager was clear in his appraisal of his compatriot's contribution. Klopp has always had a knack for flagging up shortcomings whilst also emphasising the better aspects of a player's efforts. He also revealed, in a little more detail than had previously been known, the extent of Chan's recent injury issues. Emre is a boy with an outstanding attitude, said an oddly bedraggled-looking Reds boss. He's had a few problems with his calf in the last few months, which we couldn't sort quickly enough. Not because of our medical department, but because sometimes he had it, sometimes not. A lot of specialists have been around to try and find out, but the situation was like this, and we couldn't say go on holiday for four weeks and maybe it's better then. That's not the situation. So it looks like we found the solution now and he doesn't have these problems anymore. 
I really like to speak positively about the player, he insisted. Emre's second half was really good, but the first half around the Burnley goal, that's the challenge you need to have before the cross. But things like this happen. It doesn't make you a worse person or player or whatever. You have to react and he reacted well in the second half. In his position there were a lot of high balls and you can imagine how important it is to have this player around. Now other columns will trace the action and inaction of the assorted red men in detail, if that's your bag. Match reports abound and they are, as far as latest news can deduce, an amalgam of praise and criticism. Reflective of the wildly erratic nature of the various performances and the relief in taking victory from the encounter, whatever form it took. Criticism is no doubt warranted, and the irritation mentioned at the outset will tell you that this scribbler has plenty of gripes. They will keep for another day. To conclude, sit back and vicariously enjoy the utter vexation of Carragher at his hapless chum, and consider it merely a raised eyebrow in comparison to the disdain this column felt for the echoes ridiculing of a fan whose apparent crime was having a copy of the words to You'll Never Walk Alone, in order that he might contribute more fully to the much maligned atmosphere in Anfield on a match day. How dare he, eh? It's not often these days that I feel the affinity I used to feel with Jamie Carragher for various reasons. There's something about the persona that he's adopted on TV recently that I just... I don't find myself relating to. I don't know what it is. I'd like to be able to narrow it down a little bit better for you, but there's something a bit... It was described by a good friend of mine as a kind of a meat and potatoes type of attitude. Um, I don't know what he's setting himself up as, but I'm finding it harder to relate to the guy. Anyway, there was a great breakthrough in the uh, recent frostiness between myself and my uh, appreciation of Cara on TV on Sunday when I saw the guy's sheer exasperation looking at Jamie Redknapp wittering away across him. Like he's withered away across him on several occasions, there's actually a couple of very good videos you can watch with exasperated Cara looking at Jamie Redknapp going, what are you doing? But it just summed up for me how I felt during the entire game. The entire game. I was just a picture, a model of frustration, looking at it going, what? What do you? What? Did you just? And it was passes not connecting, runs being made at the wrong time, Guys dribbling into areas they shouldn't. Players massively underperforming. Emre, Sky's man of the match, had a terrible first half. A wretched first half. Phil Coutinho had a wretched match, the the portion of it that he played. You could say the same about several people. Nathaniel Coyne had a shocker of a match. So there was an awful lot of underperformance on the day. And I got it a, a little bit harder than I normally would to enjoy just the satisfaction of the win, just to take three points and say, you know what, I'll take those, we'll put those in the bag. I didn't I didn't get my usual, hey, it's three points, who cares, even though I've written about it there. I can understand the logic of that, but I, I never really felt that. I had that exasperation throughout because you just felt like it was always on the edge. Every time Burnley attacked, it looked dangerous to me. We looked vulnerable, we looked exposed. We looked like Liverpool have looked for seasons and seasons and seasons. A good cross, a ball into the box, and we look worried. We look fragile. I can crib and cry all I like, and I'm not going to anymore. I just wanted to get that off my chest about frustration, because as you know, I'm a hopelessly positive guy normally. And it is wonderful to have gotten three points, and it does set, up, set us up well considering the fixtures we have left. 
And if we were to take maximum points out in the next two games, we would indeed be very, very well set going into the last run of, of the season, the last run of matches, with something very, very good and very tangible at stake. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.